0: You know that place where everything you've been doing up to this point is now only really maintaining and well, you're not really improving anymore as a rider. Oh, that can be a really frustrating place and knowing how to get out of it, well, it can be as simple as just asking yourself a couple of strategic questions. Hi there, my name is Orna Leeson and welcome to the Daily Strides podcast, the podcast for equestrians all over the world, helping you to have better conversations with your horse. And You know, every now and then we will reach a plateau in our riding. It's the place where we just feel like we're not improving. We're doing all the things that, as I said, have probably worked up to this point, but it's just not moving it forward anymore. And it it feels very stale and very frustrating, to be honest, um, because, well, it's like the same old, same old. It's like every ride is on repeat and you're just not getting to the next level. The good news is that it's normally pretty easy to get unstuck when you find yourself at that point, but you do have to be quite strategic about it. I'll tell you why. Very often when riders find themselves here, they do one of the things actually that I'm gonna suggest, but it's how I'm gonna suggest you do it, that's important. But they do one of the things I suggest, which is they change things. But the problem is they change everything, like everything. (laughs) and yeah it works they definitely there's a difference they can feel that things are moving again but now they don't know what actually worked that kind of leaves you back in the same spot over and over and over again whereas if you get as i said a little strategic about how you're going to change if change is indeed the answer Okay, it may not be, but if it is the answer, how you're going to change, that can change everything for you. So as I said, I've got a couple of questions that you can ask yourself in order to get moving again. The first one I want to ask is how well do you actually understand what you think you know about what it is that you're doing? Now, I know that we as writers tend to deep dive into certain things. And then we feel like, well, I've, I know everything on it. I've, I've done my due diligence where this is concerned and I'm like basically an expert on it. <laughs> like sit down. <laughs> I know you, there's nothing you could teach me on this particular topic. And that's just not true because as we ride, there are things that we have to keep coming back to over and over again. And you know, if you've been around your friend at the time, you know I harp on this a lot, but not only the basics, there's also then what I feel are the really important steps as we train ourselves and our horses and how we have to begin looking at the different filters and looking through those filters in order to really and truly make progress I'll give you an example recently I was working with a rider and she got to where she wanted to get and it was great and she kind of felt at this point actually that her horse was not the horse that was going to take her further okay they'd done what they could do together and it potentially was time to move on now We began to revisit all of the things through the filters. The filter we chose to kind of start with, the bottom one, uh, rhythm. Okay, we we just said, let's have a little look-see at the rhythm here. And when she actually got into the nitty-gritty of the rhythm of the canter in particular in this point, but when she really got into the nitty-gritty of it, turns out canter wasn't that great at all and by just focusing on improving the rhythm in the canter it actually ended up improving the suppleness the strength the straightness all the other things that came from that and therefore it allowed the horse to actually begin to move with her to the next level do you understand it was something that was really fundamental it was missing. It was causing the plateau because it was missing. And once we kind of began working on it or she done the work to do it, uh, well done to her. It was a great job. And yeah, there we go. Now they're moving on again. And it, it can be so... It's simple to overlook that but I do strongly suggest that you do that in your riding okay the second thing is are you physically able to allow improvement to happen now I see so many riders and they will spend all of their time all the time um focusing on the horse oh the horse needs to be developed and the horse needs to be more supple, and the horse needs to do this and the horse needs to do that and the horse the horse the horse and meanwhile they are like a steak Sitting up there in the saddle, um, and a steak being something that you put into the ground, S-T-A-K-E, um, a steak, they're like, they're as stiff as a steak, that's a saying we have in Ireland, um, and for many years I thought it was something to do with a piece of meat, nothing to do with a piece of meat folks, okay, I'm talking about an actual steak, a wooden steak, um, but really stiff and they are actually what's blocking everything moving forward because as soon as the horse begins to well have more and do more they can't keep up so they're the blockage so are you physically physically is there something you need to do physically to your body to help both you and your horse begin to make progress again okay Third question, is horse riding an actual priority in your life? It amazes me how many people ride four times a month and complain that they're not really improving. Um, I think if you're doing anything for four hours a month, the chances of you making huge progress are pretty slim. Now, let's be honest, hey? So what I mean here is when we are beginning at first, okay? And when we're pretty novice, four times lessons or four rides a month might be enough because you're really only getting to know you're becoming familiar with a lot of things but once you then begin to want to level up and you begin wanting to really improve I am going to put it out there into the world that four rides a month are probably not going to get you there now I see this a lot with people wanting to compete for the first time and they'll say I'm going out and I'm going to start competing and I'll say well that's marvelous but they don't change what they're doing They don't put in an extra time. They don't make it a priority. And if you are at a point where you have plateaued, the thing that might be holding you back and keeping you there may be the amount of dedication you have to your riding and how high of a priority it is in your life, okay? Now, we can talk till the cows come home about priorities. I get it. There are seasons, there are times where horse riding just cannot compete with the other things going on but for the vast majority of riders that is not where they are it's just that horse riding is not a priority that's a whole different conversation by the way and one that I go into much more deeply in other episodes but um, I do think that it is important to understand that and to realize that and to make it a priority if that's what's lacking for you okay the fourth question are you being consistent but are you being consistent with the right things (laughs) you see Consistency is one of those things that, um, you know, you can be consistent without even being consistent. Inconsistency can be the consistent in your life. So it's really important that you understand what is, what is needed or what is necessary to get consistent on in order to move things forward. A good example of this with horse riding is people will only do what they want think they should do, the important bits, the, the nitty-gritty, the attention to detail when they're maybe riding on a certain day in a certain place. They're in the arena, maybe with a trainer, and, and they're so focused on what they're doing and it's marvellous. But then the, all the other days, in between the days when they're with their trainer in the arena or in between the days maybe that they're training alone in the arena, they're just doing whatever there's no consistency. And in fact, the the lack of consistency, the lack of, if you want, responsiveness from the writer and, and just this kind of zoning out is what is consistent. And it makes sense that if that's what's happening for you, you're not really going to get progress. It's what you're doing the day in and the day out that's going to make the difference. So really and truly, you have to get honest with yourself. Am I being as consistent as I could be? I'm going to, you, you can kind of challenge yourself with this one and it can be a little fun challenge for you. Let's say over your next 10 rides, how consistent are you with the quality of the halt every single halt? Now every halt, I'm not talking about the halt just in the arena. I'm talking about every single time you ask your horse to stop, whether you're on the ground, you're lunging, you're long lining or you're in the saddle. How consistent are you with the quality of the halt? With setting it up. How consistent are you? There you go. There's consistency. Okay, so that is something that I know this is a little bit tough love here now, but (laughs) (laughs) um, it's something that so many riders need to hear because, you know, it can be easy to say that I'm just stuck. I'm stuck. I can't get forward. I'm not making any progress. And to blame everything else. And meanwhile, back at the ranch... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's just what you're doing on the day in, the day out, that's making all the difference. <laughs> okay, um, the fifth question you can ask yourself is, have you an actual goal that you're working towards, okay? If you've answered all the questions kind of prior to this, and you've said, no, no, I'm golden with that, or I'm, I'm like, they, that's all good, that's all good, and you can honestly hand over your heart to say that, then I'm going to ask you if, you have a good quality goal that you're working towards in your writing. Very often it's because we're not pushing ourselves, we're not stretching ourselves, we're not aiming, we're kind of just wandering around and we've no aim, we've no direction. Well it makes sense, we're never actually going to get anywhere because we don't know where we want to go, okay? So Set a couple of goals, they don't have to be competitive goals. In fact, I would strongly suggest not having them being competitive goals, just goals for you and your horse. It could be anything to do with lengthening or shortening, things you can measure. It could be to do with riding fitness, it could be to do with the amount of rides you have. it could be to do with the maybe the accuracy of transitions or the straightness of transitions. or I don't know, it could even be that you are able to canter for tree circles, okay? Whatever set yourself a couple of goals and work towards them can make all the difference. Then the final question, which is the one I was speaking about at the very beginning, okay, before we got into the six actual questions, does something need to change? And I would suggest doing that last, okay? Because really and truly if you've been honest with the above questions, you'll you'll be you'll easily be able to pinpoint and it will become very obvious very quickly for anybody looking at what actually needs to change for you in order to begin making the improvements in your writing and as i said at the beginning can be very very easy to jump into this one first to dive into it and be like yes i'm going to change this 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 and this and it's all going to work out perfectly and you know what it probably will make a difference and it probably will have a positive impact as well because i really feel that underneath it all you actually already know what the issue is you're just sometimes it can be uncomfortable to face the issue but um you probably know what it is and you probably know what to change but I'm going to strongly suggest this piece at this point to really ensure you take one tweak each week okay so just one one change a week and you will then be able to really see what is working for you so that when you hit the plateau again which you will do okay you're going to it's just it's inevitable okay when you hit it again you will have a better idea as to what you can do in order to move you and your horse off of it okay i think that that is really 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 important okay hopefully you find value in this if you would like to help you have a little consistency in your riding if you want a plan for every actual ride if you want me in your ear giving you step-by-step instructions as to what to do and when to do it and how to do it and all that fun stuff and also if it's working. (laughs) It's all about a good knowing all the stuff and then you're like, "Eh, did that work or not? I don't know. Um, Anyway, I'm going to invite you to join me inside of Connection. Uh, You can find all the details over at stridesforsuccess.com forward slash join and we're actually closing the doors Um, this week to connection you won't be able to get in for a little while but there will be a waitlist so even if you're listening to this after this episode goes live and whenever you're listening to this go over find out more get your name on the waitlist and we'll let you know when the doors are opened again okay have a great week keep well and i'll chat to you soon be good bye